Welcome into another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow in Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV and our great folks at Downtown Loom. A little bit of technical difficulty, so let's try this again with part two. Uh, I hate the number 19. If my Sucks. stereo or if my TV is at the volume number 19, I don't use it. I bump it up to 20, I'll sit at 18. I don't do 19. So even receivers, quarterbacks, anybody, I'm right there with you on the number 19. Uh, but let's do get into our NFL picks. Uh, Going to give our MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Rookies, Coach of the Year, and then preview uh, the game for tomorrow night, our Kansas City Chiefs opening up the season. And then talk about some of these signings and holdouts that we're still seeing around the league. But let's do start with the MVP of the league. And my pick for the MVP is probably pretty obvious. I love this guy. Joe Burrow is my pick mm. for the MVP this year. And we got big news coming out of him today. He said, I'm ready to go. And I think that if he is ready to go, I, I, this almost feels like the Bengals year for me. I, we're two Chiefs fans, but this almost feels like the Bengals year for me. I, I really think that they could be special. And I think that Joe Burrow is going to have himself an MVP season. Wow, I didn't realize you thought Orlando Brown Jr. would make that much of a difference for the Bengals going forward. I mean, exactly. double whammy Getting that pass protection, finally. Look at that. Wow, very very big of you to do that there. Just kind of like the same size as Orlando Brown Jr. <laughs> very large. But for me, my MVP is actually going to be Josh Allen, and it's just due to the fact that if the Bills have any success out of that division and win it, a lot of that is going to go to Josh Allen. And if you come into the AFC, that attention is going to go to Josh Allen as well. And he's just he's going to have to have a massive year because the way they ended last year was just absolutely pitiful. And <laughs> their Super Bowl window is closing very, very quickly. I do think this is probably their last opportunity to make a true run at it before they kind of have to not necessarily blow everything up, but just kind of restart the next process or era of the Buffalo Bills and try and build a team a different way to make a run for the Super Bowl because things are getting expensive. Guys are getting older. You know, Vaughn Miller, if he doesn't get hurt last year, who knows what happens to your defense? You know, if Poirier's not dealing with any injuries, if any of your other safeties aren't dealing with injuries, your linebackers, you lost to Edmonds as well in free agency. And then you got Stephon Diggs too, who clearly wasn't happy with the way things ended last season. There's just a lot of question marks that can surround Buffalo but if they find ways to overcome that and win this division and compete at a high level in the AFC and the NFL and come into the Super Bowl out of the AFC, I think it's a lock for Josh Allen to be the MVP of the league. And the defensive player of the year, I don't think we'll ever see a defensive player win the MVP, so they get their own little category. Uh, I've gone back and forth on this one, but my final pick that I put in before the show started was Micah Parsons. I, I hope that the Cowboys use him in the correct way. Uh, we saw LSU on, on uh, Sunday night, I guess that it was, not using Harold Perkins the way that they should. I hope that the Cowboys take Micah Parsons. Let him be a true pass rusher. Stop trying to put him in coverage all the time. I understand if you want to confuse offenses and drop him into coverage every once in a while, that's great. But let him do what he does best. Let him get after the quarterback and let him be the defensive player of the year this year. And I like that pick. It almost just seems kind of like a lock for it, especially right now. But for me, I'm going to go with T.J. Watt uh, with the hope and big if, not niff, if he can stay healthy, 
he mm-hmm. could be dangerous. And I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten. I shouldn't say forgotten. I just kind of overlooked how good he really is just because he did deal with the injury last year. And that is the one thing with the NFL and with injuries is if you get hurt, there, there's someone else to step up. There's someone else to make plays. You're quickly forgotten about. And I remember hearing that about J.J. Watt when he was with Houston. You know, two, three years there of dealing with injuries, just back to back to back. He comes back, has a dominant season, and was like, oh, my gosh, it's the old J.J. Watt. And he's like, it's not the old me. It's still me. I've just been dealing with injuries. I could see a similar thing with T.J. Watt here where he just comes out and flat out dominates, and he's going to get the opportunity to do that in this division because there are so many good quarterbacks, quarterbacks that want to make plays, quarterbacks that are relied on from their teams heavily. They're going to hang on to the ball a little bit longer, try and find a guy. That gives T.J. Watt more opportunities to make plays. So for me, I have him as my defensive player of the year. The offensive player of the year, though, because – don't really see anyone win an MVP outside of a quarterback and maybe a random running back here or there. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. We both did. Also just seems kind of like a lock for this. His second best player in the NFL, the you know NFL top 100. Dude's a baller. He's going to give him more opportunities to make plays now that you have TJ Hawkinson on the offense and the addition of Jordan Addison in the draft. Kirk Cousins also just underrated. I think Justin Jefferson's going to have another big season this year. Yeah, and I, like you said, I agree. I, Justin Jefferson, he's just he's going to be that dude until somebody else comes along and takes it from him. And I mm-hmm. don't know that he's going to slow down anytime soon. And I hope that's not the kiss of death on him because I, I really like Justin Jefferson. And I, I think that he's going to put up big numbers again this year. You get a receiver to play opposite of him uh, that's not Adam Thielen, who's, who's great, but I, he's getting a little old. So I think bringing in another receiver – bringing in some more pieces, you're kind of centering this offense around Justin Jefferson now. And I like that. I think that he can be that dude. And he had a lot of catches last year. I think he had like 128. But I still think that we can see more Mm -hmm. out of Justin Jefferson, which is just crazy. I mean, maybe it's not 128 catches, but maybe it's more touchdowns in a year. Maybe it's 120 catches and 14 touchdowns. Or maybe we see him go for 2,000 yards. I, I think that he could be the guy that does it. Man, we both agree there. Wow. Offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I'm maybe that's a little bit of a homer pick, but I I'm going with Bijan Robinson. I think that he's going to get a lot of touches in this offense, and that's one of the reasons why I went with him over the quarterbacks is because I do think he's going to get veteran carries. He's not going to be treated like a rookie. He's he's not going to be uh, splitting carries with some other running back. He's going to be the dude immediately for the Falcons. I mean, I think everybody's probably had their fantasy draft by now. If not, you're late. He went in the first round of most drafts. If not the first, like probably the second. And there was a good reason yeah. for it, too. So I have B. John Robinson winning the Rookie of the Year. Maybe it's a homer pick or maybe it's just smart. I mean, I think it's a, a small. For me, I went with C. Stroud just because I did a double up on back-to-back picks of us having the same answer here. But DJ Stroud, he played in the preseason. He just looks comfortable. He looks comfortable making reads and making the right throw. And when you look at Houston, and you kind of just take a time to take a step back and look at it, you go, "They got a defensive offensive line. They have, you know, uh, Dalton Schultz at tight end who's reliable, experienced, knows how to get open, knows how to find space, and sit there and be a target for a quarterback in need. We saw it in Dallas with Dak Prescott. But you also have a couple receivers there who. You know, Nico Collins is a guy, you know, I've jokingly hyped up and been all for and, you know, been a draft crush for me. But this is like a true opportunity for him in year three to be like, yeah, I can be wide receiver one on an offense. There's no Brandon Cooks here. Dalton Schultz is going to eat up space in the middle and, you know, take away defenders and get their attention as well. 
and that's going to leave him room to work. They have a couple other rookies. You know, uh, Mechie is coming back as well at receiver. That's a guy that nobody's talking about. Don't expect a lot, you know, but that's still a weapon on that offense that we were pretty excited about as a receiver coming out of Alabama a couple years ago, and now you get a rookie quarterback who's not scared to throw the ball with a decent running back too. I could see C.J. Stroud having a very dominant year. I shouldn't. As a rookie, let me put it that way. I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. use words here that mean a too solid much. rookie and... season. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, I think so too with CJ Stroud, and I would even put him over Bryce Robinson, right? Bryce Rob- Bryce Young, uh, just because <laughs> I think that <laughs> hometown guy. What's up, Bub? <laughs> yeah, it took I think me a Bryce like, Who Young. Who the hell is that? I was like, Oh, me too. Like, who is that guy? No, that's not the, the quarterback of the Panthers. Front row <laughs> boys. What's up? <laughs> uh, but I think that Bryce Young is going to struggle this year. I, he might be the better pro. But I think for Rookie of the Year, C.J. Stroud has a lot of good pieces around him. And I'm going to stick with the Texans for Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going to go with Will Anderson. I I think it's hard to be a good rookie pass rusher in the NFL, but I I think that Will Anderson can be that guy. And winning Rookie of the Year as as a pass rusher might mean seven sacks. It might mean eight or nine. Uh, But I think that he can be special. We'll see how the Texans use him. And what kind of numbers he gets to, but I felt better about him than I did anyone else. And, and maybe it's going to be one of those corners. Uh, you have Jalen Carter on here. I didn't feel great about Will Anderson as rookie of the year because I do think he's going to see more attention from offensive linemen. He's he's not going to be able to hide. Not that these other guys need to hide, but I, I think that Will Anderson is almost already a focal point for some offenses. Uh, but I do have him winning rookie of the year. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned Jalen Carter for me. I have him on the list, but it's really just kind of hard to think of anyone else who mm-hmm. could have a dominant rookie season, especially with what we saw from Sauce Gardner last year. And I put Jalen yeah. Carter, he's probably just going to be covered up by you know all the other studs on that defense for the Eagles. But another name I threw down was Christian Gonzalez due to the mm-hmm. fact that a rookie in New England, Bill Belichucks loves his corners. This is you know a physical kid out of Oregon who can play anywhere on the field, make the right plays. Just seems like a real Patriots kind of guy, too. But it's also, he's going to get a lot of opportunities in this division to make plays because the quarterbacks are going to attack him. These offensive coordinators are going to see, like, that's a rookie corner. Let's go after him. You got guys like Josh Allen, you know, Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball your way. You got Tua throwing the way the, the ball your way. There's going to be opportunities for you to make plays, whether it's interceptions, deflections, tips up, you know what I mean? Just, or just big tackles. If the opportunities present themselves and he makes the most of it, we could be looking at Christian Gonzalez going like, damn, what a pick by New England. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and he that's feels kind of like why I have him on the list. They yeah. could be pretty special for the Patriots. and They have corners all the time pop up, and it's like, oh, okay, here's Stephon Gilmore. His, this guy's great. And it, it could be time for Christian Gonzalez to do it. Coach of the year, Coach of the year was tough for me because it's like who's going to actually do – do it. Who's going to have a good enough? You almost have to have a narrative around you of coach of the year. So I put Robert Sala. I don't love it though. It, uh, he's going to have to have a special year, but also a lot of that credit's going to go to Aaron Rodgers. So like I've even kind of yeah. talked myself out of that one. Like it, it could be Brian Dable in New York. Like if they make the playoffs, if they win the NFC East, I don't think they can win the East, but if they make the playoffs, like he's going to make a really strong case for coach of the year. And you know, our guy, Andy Reed, I don't know if he can win. I don't know if there's anything yeah. that they'd have to go undefeated. The, the, the chiefs would have to go 17 and zero for Andy Reed. I think to even be 
in consideration for coach of the year. And I think there are some other guys out there too. Nick Sirianni, I, I don't know what the Eagles would have to do win 15 games for him. I can to win tell you right now who it's uh, not going to be. Mr. Gannon, right over there in <laughs> Arizona. That dude he's is one a of those weirdo. cringy. Yeah, he's hard to watch. Pew 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 woof explosion. Like are the That's are the Cardinals like, going so full? Doing? Are they so full on the tank that they're like, yeah, let's just hire this guy for a year. Like we'll lose a bunch of games. We'll have the first and you second. You did that last. Like, <laughs> you've done that before though. Like you can't. Like the Arizona Cardinals are making themselves a laughing stock franchise at the NFL right now. They are. Yeah, quickly. Like, like it's quickly just bad. becoming a laughing stock. Yeah. I was even talking to some of my students. We do um NFL picks every week. <laughs> and uh one of the girls in my class said, like, aren't aren't the Cardinals really bad? And the school that I work at, our mascot is the Cardinals. And the, this kid in my class was like, No, the Cardinals are great. Like we won Friday forty seven to twenty or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, Hey man, she's That's talking funny. about the NFL team right now. He was like, oh, yeah, they're dog crap. They're awful. Don't pick them. That's the narrative with the Cardinals right now. And he might be 11 years old, but he's not wrong. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's embarrassingly bad with the Cardinals right now. They've, they desperately need to change things around. Like, they, they almost need to blow it all up again. That might mean their quarterback, too, who's not playing the first four weeks. Like, we'll see how long he's playing. But, but he's a captain. Uh, coach, yeah, because co- yeah, he's a quarterback. Coach of the year, I am going with Robert Sala. I not loving the pick, but I do think the Jets are going to win a lot of games this year. Yeah, and for me, I went with Kyle Shanahan just due to the fact of you got a lot of people looking at your team right now. You know, you've lost defensive coordinators back to back years to head coaching jobs. You lost an offensive coordinator to another head coaching job as well, and Mike McDaniel's. And now people are sitting looking at you, going like, "You got mystery relevant as your starting quarterback, and that's what you're going to roll out there." And he's like, "Absolutely, like that's exactly mm-hmm. what we're going to do." And Nick Bosa, you're dealing with you know his off the field. I shouldn't say antics, but, you know, hold out there to to get a new deal. And he's got one day, so congratulations to you, Mr. Nick Bosa, on your just absolutely loaded salary there. $34 million annually, your $24 million a year guaranteed. So, once again, congratulations. Kind of wish Chris Jones and the Chiefs would get that figured out. But a little bit later, I'm sticking with Kyle Shanahan. Because you have all these losses on your coaching staff, you come in and you have a big year. You're Brock Purdy away from possibly beating the Eagles in the NFC Championship game and going to another Super Bowl chief after your hiatus of it. And if you come out and you dominate in the NFC, I think you're going to win the West. If you do that and then you dominate in the NFC and you find your way in the Super Bowl, we're going to look at Kyle Shanahan and be like, it doesn't matter who's on his coaching staff. It truly doesn't matter who's a quarterback. And it doesn't matter if these guys stay healthy an entire year. He's going to make magic happen. That's the NFL coach of the year in my mind. Yeah, and I saw your pick after mine, and I like yours more uh, because I do think that the 49ers, were, they will win the NFC West. And if they do with Brock Purdy at quarterback, even if he goes on to be a pro bowler or an all-pro quarterback, Kyle Shanahan's going to get the credit for it this year. And he probably should. Mm-hmm. If, if that's Kyle's guy, then he should get the credit. But I think the 49ers can win the NFC West. And if they do, Kyle Shanahan will probably be coach of the year because they're playing with a seventh-round draft pick at quarterback. And like I said, maybe he does mm-hmm. deserve it. Uh, we'll see how the season plays out. Uh, and the season does start tomorrow night with the Lions at the Chiefs. Yes. I assume you are rooting for the Chiefs in this one. You've, this is like the big country bowl. You are, are you a Lions fan? Like, would, you, would you say that you are? 
I would say I'm rooting for him like heavily right now. You know, it's kind of where I thought, uh, or it's, I've been this way with a lot of teams as of late, you know, kind of just seeing a team progress and be built the right way. You change the, the team and build the team and then they back good to go. I think that's what the Lions have done. Like, Goff is a good quarterback, but he's not in your future. You know that. But in terms of getting up to that point, you've got yourself some good years. You've got your heck of a line. you got a stud on defense. Uh, you know, guys on defense can build around and place with you got coaching staff in place. Cole's changed. 